This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your auto talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio this morning. We appreciate you joining us on uh, one week until we get to, to Memorial Day, huh? This My, year, this man, this year is fun by. It is already, man. We're almost halfway through. We'll be in June. We'll be five five months completed, starting on our sixth month here coming up in a week. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's definitely going by quickly, no question about it. So keep keep doing our thing. We do appreciate y'all joining us here this morning. Um as always, you know, uh, um, we're going to be talking about this morning about uh, um, the top 10 or the most common transmission problems. And we see a lot of different transmission problems. And I'm going to bring one up real quick uh, to ask you about. I was talking to somebody about a, uh, um, I think it's a 2004 Camry. And this is a weird, we're going to have to get it in and get it diagnosed, but a weird scenario. Um, it sets rear wheel sensor ABS codes all the time. Yeah. But when, but and and it's also now set uh, PO five hundred uh, speed sensor air code, but some when you start it up, sometimes and and that happens, the transmission has no reverse. So, but the, then you wait, and it and and all of a sudden, then the transmission has reverse again. So, um, I'm wondering, uh, and there's something funky going on with the dash. As far as that, so I'm wondering if there's a speed sensor in the cluster of that car. What do you uh, think? I don't know. I, I would have to look at the thing. I don't. I don't. Yeah. You, I don't know what transmission's in there, but I won't, I, I want to. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna get the rest of. I want to say it's manual valve direct to the reverse, so that doesn't. But then it starts working just fine. I know. So, I'm just saying maybe there's maybe it's a coincidence. There's two different problems going on there. Yeah. Well, there is a trans speed sensor error, so. And I also know- I think the ABS probably has nothing to do with with that what's going on there. Um, and I do know the person asked, "Well, do those rear wheel speed sensors?" So I said, "No, that, that has nothing to do with the transmission ABS wise." Toyota is one of those pe- people that are famous for doing things like like if they have a knock sensor code, it'll 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 put the training in limp mode and start off in third gear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They do sometimes cross things up that way. Yeah. Don't they, they? Yeah. For whatever reason, the the uh, the uh, the the uh, the guy building the car didn't want it, you know. If it was if it was knocking, he didn't, you know, he wanted it in third gear for whatever reason. Well, kind of like Toyotas do, like you have an alternator that fails on them that turns all the dash lights on, right? It turns on the oil a lot of times, the oil light, the yes. everything comes on, uh, and that's how uh, without being the 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 proper voltage coming to the cluster, they've set it up that it that it grounds all those lights out and turns them all on. Exactly. So, um, I, and I think part of that, I don't think it's to be an inconvenience. I think it's to to tell people like. Look, there's a serious problem. You need to get get this looked at. Well, yeah, and it's an easy way to do it. Just you know, it's an easy ground resistant thing. So yeah, yeah, correct. So that way, if the diodes are gone. Boom, take away the ground. All the lights will come on. Boom. Yep. Yeah, we're good yeah, to go. Definitely. So, and and whoever's driving the vehicle, no matter what they know, they definitely know there's a problem. <laughs> exactly. 
So um, they could be very well. So just issues like that we see a lot of. I mean, crazy stuff, especially with today's cars, as we've talked about multiple times. Um, you know, the technology in them is just amazing. And the things that, that happen with them as far as uh, uh, transmission concerns. And often we'll see different kinds of things happen on a vehicle that causes another issue. Um, so how many times have we had a transmission issue internally fail electronically and then cause damage to a trans control module or something like that? It does happen. So, you know, or, or a trans control module fails and causes damage to the transmission. Yeah. And they've kind of gone away from that too. Cause, uh, even Toyota was famous for that. And I, I want to say the late nineties, early two thousands, they'd program something, but it wouldn't go backwards. Yeah. So basically if it would ratchet up. So if you built this train, like if the tranny came in, it was burned up, and you put another tranny in it, it would burn up within well, yeah, 30 you seconds of your first had, new tech. If you had tester. an electronic problem, yeah. Yeah, because you couldn't reset the TCM. It would it would just, it, it, it didn't go backwards. It only went forward. It let, yeah, you had to replace them. Exactly. We used to replace a lot of them on Dodge Caravans, remember? Um, You know what? We don't see near, I mean, there is a few of them out there you want to replace the TCM with, but. We don't, not like they used to. No, because. Dodge Caravans, remember, we used to always have to update them and replace them and update them and stuff. Yeah. They had all kinds of problems. Back then, they didn't program them neither, so maybe that's why oh, we don't. that's true. A lot of those came programmed already, huh? Exactly. So you couldn't reflash them or you couldn't fix them. You just had to, you had to, you had no choice. You had to, to go ahead and replace them. Otherwise, you could end up with a serious trans problem again. Yeah, and they really, I mean, you know what? The, and obviously, we've seen how many were getting replaced, so. That was probably a big money factor for the the manufacturer. So going out and reflashing them is just a lot cheaper. So correct, correct. Because you know that way you don't have to replace the circuit board. This, this, this. Well, this, I this. think, and I think that just came with technology. To be to be honest with you, um, whereas we uh, uh, you know started with uh, um, uh, doing one thing, uh, and, and they're building these things, and we just didn't have the technology, knowing that we are going to reprogram them and stuff like that. Or, or n- didn't know how to build it into the vehicle. So as time went by, that's where we're at now where we reflash a million different, whether it's TCMs, PCMs. I mean, you can have a million different mod- modules. Everything's multiplexing now and talking to them. And, and it, most everything is on a CAN network, which means they all the modules talk to each other and share information now. Whereas a lot back then they did like the TCM. It only dealt with the transmission. It didn't share a whole lot of information over to the PCM whatsoever. So now everything is is now most vehicles are CAN, what we call CAN, which uh, is is a multiplexing system, and it's on a network basically, kind of like when you have network of computers in your office, and they all talk to each other. So in some, there's a couple different kinds of networks on cars, right? That you can use. One is like a network where you have a server, and it talks to all the other ones. It's a pass-through network, and if one module goes down, they, it can take down other. It can take down the network with it. So um, you got to know what you're working on. How the cars are very technologically advanced these days. Well, yeah, it's, it's just whoever the engineer was is wanted to put it together. So the next, you know, in two years, the that's why the Camry or or whatever we're working on is going to be totally different because it'll have a whole new engineer designing whatever's going out there. So very true, and it depends on just like uh, oil flow rates and things like that. We talk about using the proper oil for a car and how they engineered me- mechanically the inside of a motor, uh, and engineers get to choose why and how they want to do that. It says a lot too for um, what can network they choose to use. There's three different ones, I believe, if I remember properly. So uh, three different types of can networks. 
um, and and the way they operate. So depending on which one you like as an engineer, maybe the one, if you're the guy designing that part of the car, that you get the pick and you're like, well, okay, we're using this CAN network. This is why. Well, yeah, it's whatever's easiest working for him. You know, it's kind of like Apple and, 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 and uh, Microsoft. Some some people are like no Microsoft's way better, and other people are like no Apple. You know, that, just- so either you're an Android or or, or, or an Apple person because Androids cover a lot of the other phones. But uh, <laughs> um, you're correct about that. So a lot of people just choose what what they like the best or most familiar working with. Often. Yes, well that makes it easier on them. So it's not so that way they don't have to think. You know, it's almost like a you know what I mean. So. Absolutely, and you have to have a CAN network, so just pick one. Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, they're trying. They're trying to get down to where maybe they only have to run one speed sensor for one thing. That's true. That's true. But until they get there, it's, it, you know, it's going to be a long stretch still. So we're yeah, waiting well, on it. And, well, and 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 they ha- it has. And keep in mind, uh, uh, when you put a network on a car and all the different things coming out of the networks now i mean like you have bluetooth you have wi-fi in a car there's all kinds of things available the new truck i'm driving it has wi-fi i, I i'm like i'm not really sure i even need this <laughs> i don't know i don't know you know i well my cell phone has you know i, I but then again if you're picking up wi-fi for i i have there are some cool things, man. I mean, I don't let's know be if honest. I need this. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm like, I, I, I don't, I'm, yeah, I'm not using it. So, um, but my point is, if that Wi-Fi works from satellite, like like the Sirius Radio does, it does. That could be, it does. Yes. Well, that can be really nice. I didn't. I don't even check. I'm assuming because you're out in the middle of nowhere and you don't have cell service, you could hook to the Wi-Fi and you'd have Wi-Fi. Well, because everybody I know that lives, you know, like on a ranch or something, uh-huh. they all use uh, internet on satellite. Yes, and there's in their internet. A lot of them will get up and do all their office work in the middle of the night yeah. because in the middle of the night it's way cheaper because them satellite things they charge you in different things. Oh, so like uh, one one of our friends, well, she used to get up in the middle of the night, dude, like at two o'clock, and do all her serving. Thing. It would take like three hours for her to send all her stuff to her. Company. I don't think it's like that anymore though. Now because no, it is because this was just last year. She'd send everything in the middle of the night because oh. it'd be way way cheaper on them than in the middle of the day. They should go back to bed, get back up. <laughs> you know why I think that is? That would be because the use is down during the middle of the night. That's probably why. Um, yes. Versus during the day, uh, business-wise, people are trying to uh, – everybody's using it. So that's possibly uh, – Exactly. Th- you know, there's a time rate on it depending on like, – like using electricity. If you use electricity during the high demand time, it costs you more money, right? Yeah, so, but I don't even know when that is anymore, the electricity thing. I don't worry about it. So <laughs> that's why I don't know when it is. I know, but <laughs> – but anyway, back to the cars and the technology and the things that uh, doing for sure. Uh, you know, when we're talking about uh, um, vehicles and, and that that could be a nice thing. I mean, could work out really well. It just depends on if I need it or not. Then I guess. Uh, but uh, they the technology is moving so fast every year with vehicles, just like anything else. But my point I was going to get at is we have a network and a vehicle that has to roll down the road. Versus a network like you build in your office, you know, it's already has issues here and there, but you're not, you don't pick up your desk computer and hike it down the hall or anything like that. So, you know, unless you have a laptop, you'll take it with it. But for the most part, that network, these networks, these computers like here in our studio are very stable, right? I mean, they don't, they don't move around a lot. So well, they're um, getting better. Yeah. Unlike a s- car, which you hop in it every day and you're just cruising down the road. Yeah. The, the, sho- the be- shock thing of it yeah bumps and things and temperature changes 
I mean, you know, t- temperature changes. changes Correct. And- like, I, you leave a car, you leave a, so the modules in your car, you shut all the windows and doors, and you live in Arizona, and all of a sudden it's two, you know, 175 degrees inside that car, and then, then you get in, start it up, turn on the AC, and you bring it down to, to 68 degrees or whatever. I mean, that's a lot of change for electronics back and forth, right? Well, solder, especially because solder's a, uh, <laughs> a pretty... Uh, stuff don't melt off the board. Uh, well, yeah, because it's a pretty soft metal, so it doesn't, you know, I mean, it's... it's I, I don't know what the melting temperature exactly of solder is but it's low compared to other metals obviously yeah yeah. so yeah so um but uh uh, very interesting that technology has built these things with all these modules on them these cars and trucks and vehicles that continue to operate and don't have a lot of issues you know as far as that goes so um um, they they do well for the most part let's be honest i mean you have little hitches in the giddy up here and there but for the most part they do well right yes so we're talking about common transmission problems and, and things, and and at the West Automotive, we, we see a lot of these as all as we talk about bringing your vehicle in for certicares, et cetera. Uh, determining what problem your car has uh, may seem like an impossible task sometimes, and that's why, and especially with all the electronics, and our segue into this is things that you think are a transmission problem may not be a transmission problem, could be caused by something totally different. So that's why it's so imperative to have your vehicle diagnosed properly by a qualified technician. As I'll often hear me say, and I say it all the time, the best money ever spent is the money you spend on diagnosing a vehicle properly. It will save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in the long run, right? Yes. So very, very important stuff. Uh, Especially to the untrained eye and ears of the average driver, it may be helpful to think of your car's uh, inner workings as similar to the human body. Well, a lot of moving parts, a lot of things can go wrong. So, and you got to look for the right, uh, you got to look for the symptoms and then the cause and then get, get a diagnosis going properly. For, for instance, if you have chest pain, that could point toward any number of health issues in, in the human body. But if the chest pain exists in addition to difficulty breathing, then it is much more likely that uh, asthma or something very similar is the cause. It's a good way to put it. Uh, could be a myriad of things, though. Automotive problems are uh, diagnosed uh, in a similar manner, which has problems that involve mechanical systems typically exhibit distinct sensations and sounds that uh, act as indicators that a certain uh, process isn't working the way it, it is intended to. As soon as uh, you're recognized that something seems a bit off with your vehicle's functionality, it's time to assess the issue and look for a way to fix it for sure. So just adapting to problems with your car is never good because those problems cause other problems or or you might be getting a symptom of something that uh, is something way worse going on than you think, without question. So uh, diagnosing car problems yourself may seem like an impossible task. Well, and a lot of times it is. Like we were just talking with today's technology, modules, controls, network, et cetera, on a vehicle. There's a lot that goes into diagnosing a vehicle. And today's misconception still uh, with a lot of folks, is that we just plug a tool into the electronic system and it tells you what's wrong with the car. Nothing could be further from the truth <laughs> and I, with any system. Yes, it, 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 so a small scan tool will give you codes, which gives you uh, um, areas of the problem or what's picked up a problem, often masking other things. But we know by looking at that, then we go and look at the actual data. So we what which in a vehicle is called mode six, which we can see actually why driving what's going on with the vehicle, what the sensors are saying, 
what things are being told to do. So bi-directional controls, what, you know, all the different items that are going on in a car, and especially with today's newer cars, there's a lot of that available now. Used to be a lot harder to diagnose some of these cars because the information was, I mean, you had to break out your fluke multimeter and start pen testing things, right? Do you remember those days, right? Europeans. Do you remember, it was before before we opened the shop, I, it was, uh, we were working in a facility in La Mesa, and do you remember that 928S4 Porsche that had come from Porsche that they gave to me that wouldn't start and stay running? <laughs> the one with the bad alternator? That that was the one, but the thing was, that car was at Porsche. And I, I, it's funny because, Tim, I was just talking to him about this yesterday. I, for some reason, it came up in conversation. And I was like, you know, when I was a young guy, a master tech, and I was working, and I this car showed up there where we were working. It had been at Porsche for two months. Porsche couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. So I was like, oh, I'll, g- I'll give it a shot. What I got to finally do, I got could get the thing to start and run, but it would idle at nine percent CO. It was like fat as all heck, and then it it stall, you know. So what I did realize is that uh, something was going on with the alternator. So I disconnected the wiring off the alternator, started and boom, 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 it run normal. Come to find out, what we found out was that alternator when it would field, it had a shorted diode, and it would backfeed the electronic uh, fuel injection. And it would just go haywire. So it was it was shorting everything out. Put an alternator on it. It was fixed. That guy was so happy. He thought that car would never get And he said, the minute this thing's fixed, I'm selling it. And he did. I think he got rid of it because he was like, I, I, I can't go through this again ever. I was like, this is the weird problem. I've never seen this on one of these cars. But it is what it you is. Know, right? You don't even see that style of Porsche running around anymore. No, they were, they're V8. It was a V8 Porsche. It was a very expensive car to work on. You know, the, the weird thing is, too, is because when I moved to San Diego, it was in the early 90s. Uh, the car situation in, in San Diego is way, I mean, just, just you know, people used to have older cars and this and this and this. You look around now, nobody nobody drives an old car anymore. I mean, I shouldn't say old. I mean. Well, all I remember is we there used to be a lot of Volkswagen Beetles running yeah, all over there the were. place. Well, and that that here was because people had these cars because here they last a long time for almost forever. So uh, very, uh, uh, it, you know, that's why they did. But almost all the bugs, I don't see a lot of bugs anymore. The ones that have been restored, people keep in for, you know, I seen a yeah, really like a Type 1 the other day going down the road. It was fully restored. Really cool looking. So, you know, old school stuff for sure. All right, folks, we're going to have to take our first break here real quick, uh, and then we're going to come back uh, and uh, and continue on, obviously, talking about the transmission concerns, et cetera. Um, you're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego 1170 and K-Praise. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock, and the house will make course with my co-host, Mr. Kevin Bowersock. I do want to remind you folks that Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified uh, for over 28 years, taking care of folks up there in the North County. Man, I love cars and what we do for sure. Along with West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission out at 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon. AAA approved and smog certified, taking care of folks out there in East County for, believe it or not, eight years now. 
And uh, West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, uh, right in central San Diego over there. AAA approved and smog certified. We've been taking care of folks over there in uh, central San Diego for f- over four years now. Um, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, our newest location, uh, used to be Miramar 76. A lot of uh, uh, listeners. I was over there running the store the other day and uh, uh, covering for Kristen, my manager. And uh, she was out for a couple hours. She had to do some things. And, and uh, a guy coming in, he's talking to me. He says, he says, man, I've been listening to you for so long uh, with you and Dan back when it started in that. And I was like, oh, man, very cool. Um, make sure and tell all your friends we have moved to the answer San Diego 1170 um, from the other station. There are some people I talked to that didn't know we we're still on the air. So um, come on over and join us here. Uh, but uh, West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road, right in the Golden Triangle at uh, Miramar Road and East Gate Mall. Triple approved and star certified. Been taking care of folks over there now since I took that over from Dan for over two years. It's a beautiful facility. You should stop in and see any of our facilities. Uh, very customer friendly, uh, doing the right things right now, uh, making sure everybody uh, is taken care of. I, I do, and I want to touch real quick on the fact that uh, we are, we've been following all the CDC rules and California's mask mandates that employees all wearing masks uh, when you come in contact with them, et cetera. Um, but we are going to follow uh, the mask mandate where you know we're dropping the mandate for the states dropping the mandate. Uh, so my employees will not be wearing masks. Unless, as a client, you request it, and then they'll have masks available to put on for sure um, if you request that, and that's not a problem. Uh, you just have to let us know. Uh, we do have to start transitioning back to normal, um, and, and that's what we're going to do. Obviously, everybody getting vaccinated and all that stuff, so uh, we are uh, uh, heading in that direction. Um, but I do want to uh, you know let folks know that uh, um, if – for some reason, you don't feel comfortable here for a little while uh, without our client, without us having a mask on. We'll put a mask on to talk to you. More than happy to do so. You just got to ask. If you just feel comfortable wearing a mask, we're fine with that too. You can do so uh, if you want. If you don't want to wear a mask when you come into our facilities after uh, uh, the mask mandate uh, goes away, uh, you don't have to either. So that's uh, just just uh, what we're doing. I I I. <laughs> Trying to figure out the best way to make sure everybody's taken care of and follow the rules and get you know back to to a little bit of normalcy for everybody uh, is important, and uh, so that's that's kind of the way we're going to handle this. Uh, you know, we want to make sure all our clients feel safe and comfortable, and there's no question about that. Um, all of us at the West Automotive Group, uh, my employees, myself, and everybody come together uh, for one simple reason. Uh, uh, to bring you Auto Talk Radio, and that is we all believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people. We treat everybody as family, uh, and that's very important to us. Stop in to have your vehicle service repair and find out what quality automotive service repair is all about. The West Automotive Group is proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs uh, on approved credit. If you need, uh, um, um, you should ask. We're here to help you with that. Uh, ask any one of uh, our service consultants that you're dealing with, and we'll make sure that uh, uh, we get you uh, signed up for it. Uh, getting one of those cards, you can use it multiple times. It's just for auto repair with us, and uh, therefore, it uh, can help you out. So, uh, and you can re- That way, it keeps your other cards free and also gives you six months no interest. So, it's like paying cash, and you can pay it off in a, in a, in a six-month period with uh, no uh, um, OAC. Or a no, I'm sorry, no, <laughs> no interest. No interest. That's it. Unapproved credit is what uh, it, it requires. Uh, take advantage of our Certicare transmission diagnosis. All we're talking about transmissions today. Very important. If you think you're having a transmission problem, get your vehicle in. 
let our experts diagnose it properly. Uh, the best money you'll ever spend is on a qualified diagnosis without question. Uh, it will save you thousands, if not hundreds or thousands of dollars in the long run. So very, very important. Uh, you can also take advantage of our CertiCare, uh, uh, of our, I'm sorry, we were just talking about the CertiCare. We can also take advantage of our free shuttle rides to or from work or home, along with our low-cost rental vehicles at all four locations. Uh, jump on West Automotive Group and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, where you'll always get all kinds of specials that we send out, things like that. Um, so that uh, just different things and tips that uh, get put out weekly, et cetera. That's westautomotivegroup.com, and you can click on a link to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. You can also check out All About Us, see all our employees, everybody working for us and doing what we're doing. You can set up appointments off there and everything. It's a very interactive website, and uh, um, we're here to help you. So you can go to westautomotivegroup.com. Uh, and also, if you need a number and want to call a location, you can get it right off there. That's westautomotivegroup.com. You can also email us anytime at autotalk uh, uh, at westautomotivegroup.com. While you're on the West Automotive Group side, if you want to check out the Auto Man uh, stuff that I do for uh, Fox 5 News and the CW, um, you can click on there. It'll take you right to our YouTube channel right off of uh, our website. You can also uh, click on uh, Auto Talk Radio. It takes you where all the podcasts are. Or if you want to get them on the go, uh, you can go to any of the following, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart, Radio.com, and tune in. All you got to do is put in the answer, San Diego 1170, Auto Talk Radio. It'll bring it right up. They're all there, and you can uh, get them on the go also. So uh, westautomotivegroup.com or any of those, and uh, you can get what you're looking for. Um, good stuff, huh? Yeah. yeah. What, what can you say? Good stuff. Talking about transmissions today and concerns. Uh, um, so a transmission is a very complex mechanical system that controls the application of power from the engine to the drive shaft, without question, or drive shafts if it's front-wheel drive. It experiences more wear and tear over the time than most parts of your vehicle due to the heat and friction produced by their many moving and interacting components. Major issues are bound to arise. If your transmission is not well-maintained and or symptoms of a problem are not checked out by a professional soon after they develop. Good point to that. And the good point to that is transmission servicing. And what I and we, most people know or listen to me talk that I drove the same truck for 20 years. Had 350,000 miles on it when I separated with it. Um, the only reason I separated with it was it was time. I, I do a lot of out-of-town trips, and I was like, well, I'm either going to have to put a motor in this bad boy because it had the original motor in it, and uh, or I'm going to have to you know do all these different things. So, And I've been keeping the truck. was well-maintained. I actually sold it to a gentleman that, that actually flew out here from Illinois, believe it or not, and purchased the vehicle and drove it back to Illinois. Um, but... Uh, um, he wanted a tr- truck with no rust. He's like, oh, I'll put a motor in it when it comes time. Um, there was nothing wrong with the motor still, but I don't – the thing is that sooner or later, it's going to have a mechanical failure, right? Yes. I mean, it's going to. And because I do the motorcycle trips where I put a motorcycle in the back of the truck and head out of town, um, if that truck with the age of it had a motor catastrophe and I'm up in Utah or something like that, the truck becomes worth nothing and I have to leave it there. It's not. I'm not going to be able to get it back to San Diego and I'm not going to – so – uh, there comes a time where you have to make a decision, right? Yes. So it was my decision to uh, start with another new truck, and I'll drive this one 350,000 miles. So, But the point that I wanted to get to that was the transmission in that truck did amazing. And why did it do amazing? Because every single year, around eighteen to 20,000 miles, or every single year, I would drain the transmission fluid out of it completely, replace the filter, and that, and in every time you pulled the pan off that thing, it looked like a brand new transmission. It's like you've seen me do it before, so yes. you know, same way you service your trucks. So 
Um, I pull the thing up there clean and can be, and people are like, well, the fluid's clean. I don't need to service it. Well, you don't want it to get dirty, though. That's the point. <laughs> so you keep it clean. That is like buying very cheap insurance. So that, that truck never let me down transmission-wise. Actually, that truck never let me down. Well, it's ever. like drinking water. You're going to wait to change the filter when it's dirty? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. We want to keep it clean and freshing. <laughs> That's right. For the body. Yes. Well, keep the fluid clean for the transmission. That's its body. But uh, a dirty transmission fluid, as you know, we talk about, is probably one of the worst things when it comes to a transmission's demise. So that's what happens. It creates metal and particles and all that, and it gets stuck in the valve body, wears out the valve body, stuck in solenoids. And it doesn't take many miles of driving to have it, it destroy the transmission, right? Uh, no. I mean, it could happen. It can create enough heat in th- three seconds. It, yeah, it does. Around the block sometimes yes. if you've got two, two items applying at the same time, exactly. well, smoke check. That's what I was saying. In that three seconds, it could done. Remember Chrysler Motorhomes put the wrong converter in. It wouldn't make it off the rack without smoke checking the com- the transmission. Remember those issues? Dude, I, you know, and now, dude, all the manufacturers almost, they already have like two transmissions now. They have like a front-wheel drive and a, and a rear-wheel drive. They don't do what they used to do to themselves back in the day. They, they don't build, you know, this, this 727 that's going to have... You remember when it used to be like four pages of torque converters? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, for different applications. Well, it, you know, and Chevrolet and Ford wasn't no different. They, you know, they all had their... Well, when you go from one car to another, though, there. I mean, because those converters have different stall rates, right? Yes. I mean, we still have quite a few, like, but not for the same model of car, was what you're saying. So, like, but if you... Ford escaped to a... To a, to a uh, uh, that has a V6 in it to a... Versus a... Uh, um, a little uh, Ford or a Ford Edge that has a four-cylinder turbo in it. Those, there's going to be two different converters for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can use front wheel drive though. Sometimes they use the same tranny though. Yes, yes. Type of tranny exactly. But yeah, but still, the, the it's only like one or two pages of torque converters now. It's not, it's not five or yeah. Well, just, and they're simplifying. There's a reason for that. Tooling's expensive when you manufacture cars. If you're making all, you have all these different lines and all this different tooling. It becomes very – that's also why you'll notice these days, which you're well aware of, um, Ford makes an escape. Mazda uses Ford's truck and, 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 ma- and their, makes their little front-wheel drive car that looks just like escape. I forget what it's called now. And, the, and, and Mercury had a, a, a Mariner. That was an escape. I mean, they, you know, they are all you – know, same thing goes for the Explorer. There's a Mercury. There's also a, there's also a, 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 a Lincoln one. It's the same dang car. Everything's yeah. the same on it except it's for interior. things like leather interior yeah. or, or packages like that. You know, one might have air ride on the suspension that where they, they replaced, took the coils and replaced the air ride like if it's a Lincoln or whatever they're using. But my point to this is they, they, they tool up a lot less, which saves them a ton of money manufacturing these different uh, uh. brands, you know, as far as that goes. And there's a lot of cross-branding these days. So the Volkswagen Touareg is like Caravan. a Porsche. Uh, I thought it was a caravan. No, no. Oh no! What's the, the one? Is the caravan? It's to, it's made by Volkswagen now. Um, I can't remember that one. Yeah, either. they used a Dodge Caravan for one. Yeah. There's a lot of cross tooling on a lot of these things, and they, they want to uh, 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 go that way. So that that's just where we are, technology wise. And and uh, but uh, keeping a transmission clean inside is your best bet in saving money, no question. And having a, a, a transmission diagnosed properly. Uh, or a concern you think can save you a lot of money. There's no question. Uh, transmission repairs or replacements are inconvenient, stressful, and typically quite expensive. Say it's not so. It's I, so. Yes. 
Uh, so it's a good idea to pay attention to activity that seems unusual. Hearing to the recommended transmission maintenance procedures or so we as we often tell people at the West Automotive Group, look, it's not necessarily um, the manufacturer's recommendation, but eighteen to twenty thousand miles is just buying good insurance, and that's okay. Serve it. I mean, some of these things you service early, and like I said, that's how I got three hundred fifty thousand miles out of the transmission in my truck, right? Serviced it huh. regularly every year, and it keeps going. It kept it clean, and it did everything I wanted to when we we're towing or whatever. So very, very important stuff. Um, keeps the metal from wearing. Keeps. I mean, minimal. I mean, it's still going to wear, but. Yeah. Minimal. Which brings a point. Another reason that uh, I separated with my beautiful 1997 F-250 was I don't tow anymore. So it was time to, to downsize. I'm driving a new Ford, as you know, the new Ford Ranger. It's four similar turbo charts. I'll tell you what, that thing's peppy as all heck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love Dude, the, the, way they, the way that they do them these days. Yeah. All I need is a truck to put a motorcycle in the back of them now. I don't, I don't, I don't have any trailers anymore. So I was like, you know what? Gas mileage-wise, time-wise, probably time for me to move on to something new. <laughs> the way the gas is going right now, I guess. Yeah, huh? <laughs> but I did pass that lovely truck on to a gentleman that loved it when he came and got it. So um, I'm happy for it, and it's doing He its came thing. all the way from, like, Illinois or something. He flew here and I drove know. it home. He wanted a tr- He had an F-150, he said, and he saw my truck, and he wanted, first of all, he's all, I want an F-250 4x4, the light-duty one. They only made these two years. I've been looking for one, and I'm looking for one that has no rust, And he's, which, my, I mean, being here in Southern California, mine was... There was no rust on that thing at it all. It won't take long back there. No, No, I told him, I said, if I was you, I'd have this bad boy undercoated the minute you get back to Illinois. He's like, I'm considering it. So anyway, good stuff. Well worth it. Um, but transmission-wise, uh, scheduled maintenance uh, will help prevent problems. There is no question. And if you start to have a problem, you think you do, get in and get it checked because the sooner you get to it, it may prevent issues with it for sure. Uh, that said, if you're having uh, trouble, you know, it's like I said in Important to know the most common types of transmission problems. And we're going to go over those uh, here a little bit in depth, um, you, you, you know, so that uh, you have an idea what's going on with them and how we go a little bit about uh, diagnosing this stuff uh, or concerns that we do see. Um, just to give uh, you as the uh, um, listener and driver of vehicles out there kind of an idea of what we're looking for here. We're going to have to take our uh, last break here at the bottom of the hour. Um, you're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego 1170 and K-Praise. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. We appreciate you joining us this morning. I do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by Interstate Batteries also. Interstate Batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock nor sell any other batteries at the West Automotive Group for one simple reason. They are the number one technician-recommended battery nationwide. There is no uh, no better uh, battery to have in your vehicle or truck or car or whatever, um, no matter what it is. We put them in everything we own, and we wouldn't recommend anything but the best to our clients at the West Automotive Group. Um, Interstate Battery does have a battery for every need also, so if you need a battery for anything other than just uh, um, your vehicle, um, you can check them out at their storefronts uh, at uh, 
9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or in La Mesa at 70th and University. Interstate battery, a battery for every need. Highest quality batteries out there, without a question. So make sure and check them out and uh, their storefronts. Or if you uh, need a battery for any vehicle needs, hop on westautomotivegroup.com, make an appointment, get in. We'll get you a battery. Right, Kevin? <laughs> for anything. Right, Kevin? That's right. So anyway, so we're talking about transmissions today. And uh, different purposes. We've been talking about a lot of different things. We talked about uh, um, multiplexing on vehicles, modules, and how uh, transmissions are electronically controlled. That's how it goes into that. Um, but one of the t- things with transmissions, lack of response. Ever notice that uh, while driving, that the car hesitates or refuses to go into gear? Big problem when it refuses to go into gear. I'm just saying. If uh, if you have, then there's definitely something going wrong. The moment is driver shifts from park to the to drive the car should immediately go into the proper gear so delays things all kinds of things uh uh can cause a vehicle i mean especially with electronics these days like we were talking about the the toyota it's sometimes reverse sometimes no reverse etc so um well the, given the computer thing the computer thing just adds another thing it has to do while it's doing its shift i mean it not now it, it it used to have to just flick a valve but now the computer's got to tell the solenoid to to move so that once the fluid can flick the valve, <laughs> I mean, there's just more things going on there. So well, and if they go wrong, obviously, um, it goes even faster than just the valve did before. But well, think about this: if it's right, and as it's getting older, every one of those little things, like the valve, probably has a little leak. The solenoid probably has a little leak. It's probably got a, the 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 mechanical side of it's probably got, or electrical side and mechanical side of the solenoid. I mean, the mechanical side's probably got a little bit of leak. The electrical side's probably got a little bit of resistance, you know, because it's got dirt stuck in the brass bushings and da 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 da. So, so by the time you notice something, it's time to get it looked at for sure before it turns into something even more major, because things do wear over time, which is what you're saying, basically. Yes. Um. So, and does cause uh uh you know, but you might notice that uh, when shifting into a drive or park, there's a uh, delay before you feel the the gear engage. Uh, this is usually a transmission-based concern, but could be an electronic-based concern, which is what we're saying also. Uh, but if you continue to operate the vehicle that way, it will be a mechanical-based concern over time. So it starts to wear on the transmissions. Uh, manual transmissions can have the same lacking response issue, but after shifting into gear, the engine RPMs were surged. The car won't go as fast. The engine sounds like it's revving. Well, that can be a clutch slipping. Uh, on a manual transmission, something like that. Yeah. Uh, and is usually caused by a clutch that needs to be replaced. We did a <laughs> a diesel truck clutch when I, I was running El Cajon. Chris took a vacation and uh, did a diesel truck cl- uh, um, clutch. And the thing wouldn't even move. It was burned to the rivets. You know, the facing had blown yeah, off yeah. it. It was done. It was cooked. So we put an amazing good clutch in it for him. He <laughs> When he picked it up, <clears throat> because... Uh, um, Everything's done right, you know, in there. And it's so different. He comes, he goes out, he gets in the truck, and he pushes on the clutch, comes back. He says, there's, the clutch is, there's no pedal. I'm all, what do you mean there's no pedal? Mm-hmm. So I go out there, and it's like, it's like, see how easy it is to push? <laughs> I'm all, well, that's how it's supposed to be. It's hydraulic on this diesel truck. And he's all, 
It's never been that easy. I said, yeah, in the clutch we put in there, it was a ceramic disc clutch. This is a nice clutch. He was a farrier. You know uh, what a farrier yeah, is, yeah. right? Horseshoe. Yeah. So the whole back of that thing was full of tools and all that. Well, he was it's like, full of horseshoes. Yeah, yeah and, well, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and an anvil. Yeah. And an oven that he can heat the stuff. I mean, it's all on that truck. That's his, that is his workshop, right? He pops the sides up, and he goes, you can't bring horses to him. He goes uh. to where the horses are, you know? So that truck's loaded heavy all the time. He was like... Man, you guys are amazing. That was the first time we'd worked on his truck. And he's like, I'll be coming to you from now on. I was like, dude, this is, it's just done right. And that's how it feels. He's like, he's like, man, I, I can't believe how hard it was to push before. And I was like, well, and you know what happens is it wasn't that way originally. It was easy. Yeah, like it dirt is. gets and in the grease. Well, the- one, every, well, all the things that go wrong, the clutch, the fingers on the, pr- I mean, it starts to get harder and harder to push this thing, even though it's hydraulic. So. And that wears on the hydraulic system. Luckily, he didn't need any hydraulics. Everything looked good on it. So, um, But down the road he went, and uh, he's happy as can be. But it's, it's amazing the change. Those are my favorite repairs, and I'll tell you why. Transmission or whatever related. When it's that major of a repair that uh, you can actually – that the driver can feel the difference – then, then I, I feel good because they're really amazed by it. You know what I mean. So I just like those kind of repairs. Well, especially on repairs like that. He th- that that's a repair. When you when you own a standard tranny, you know you're going to have to put a clutch in it sooner or later. I mean, that's just, you do. Yeah, yeah. No, he wasn't upset about. So, that. I know, but that was, that was a cool repair though, because he that's something he knew he had to do, and it wasn't like you know what I mean. It wasn't. He didn't have a lot of questions about it. He knew no. something was wrong. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Which makes it a good repair. No, no, no question about it. Whining, clunking, and humming. Uh, these are some noises you might want to pay serious attention to. Uh, something is going long, wrong pretty quickly here, and it's going to get worse. Uh, it's impossible to say exactly what your car will sound like when this trouble with your transmissions. One thing's for sure, you'll get, I haven't heard that sound before feeling when you notice it, which is true. If you start noticing things on your vehicle that you haven't uh, uh, heard or felt or Drivability changes, lights come on. It's a good time right then to figure out a plan to get it in, to get it looked at. I'm telling you, getting it looked at and giving all the right information to us when you what the concern is and what we're diagnosing uh, so that we can give you an exact answer and pinpoint exactly what you need is of the utmost importance. And it will save you money in the long run. Letting something go usually costs more money, right? Yes. Yeah, so just one of those things. Uh, um and one way or another, it can cost you. <laughs> yeah, there's no question about it. So uh, m- manual transmissions uh, will emit sound that can be described as being slightly more mechanical, louder, and abrupt sounding. A clunking sounds when you shift gears almost always lies with it in a transmission. Why constant velocity joints or differential may be the source of the clunking is coming from the underside of your car. As mentioned already, it's always best to get the problem diagnosed and repaired as soon as possible and not wait until uh, later when you find the time or have money because if you want to wait till later, it's relatively more, uh, more expensive usually when you deal with the problem and let it go. And that's pretty much what we were saying, you know. Uh, it's very important to uh, um, get a car diagnosed when you're first starting to have issues with the car, right? So Yes, one of those things uh it usually saves you money in the long run that's why we offer our six months no interest thing you know if money's an issue still better to get it in you'll spend less now than you will later if you let a problem go on a vehicle so uh leaking low fluid a leak is probably the most uh, recognizable symptom and should be repaired as soon as possible that's the truth because 
fluid and automatic transmission or manual transmission is the lifeblood, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it keeps it's it lubricated. Le- it keeps it lubricated. It, it keeps it cool. It transfers heat. That's why we have a trans- automatic transmission has a cooler, yeah. right? Uh, manual does not, but it's still lubrication reduces heat. Yes. So you run a transmission. If you've ever seen a manual transmission run out of oil, it stinks inside of it, oh. and it's black. The well, gears, was, all the hardening come off. They turn blue. That's what I was considered lubrication cooling on a standard. So yeah, it is definitely what the only thing that cools a standard because there is no. Well, oh, there, that's the, not true. There are some big ones now that yeah, have actually pumps. They did. Them. Actually, there was a uh, there was a little pump on that uh, on that uh, um, um, manual that we did the diesel clutch on. It had <laughs> a little pump, but it ran straight ATF in it also as it's uh, a lot of the big ones do yeah, anymore. Yeah, as it's lubrication, but it also cools that that fluid. So. Yes. Well, the lighter fluid makes it easier to shift manuals. Especially the, the when it's cold. Fluid, yeah, correct. Thick fluid, uh, like gear oils, can cause uh, harder shifting concerns in, in, in cold temperatures. You're right, without question. So that that's why they've switched to a lot of that. And uh, um, a lot of it... Uh, um, you don't lots, see a lot of big trucks with standards in them, neither more. more. Not near like we used to. Oh. Everybody's using a lot of automatics. They're more user-friendly to drive, et cetera. Well, besides that, they can keep it... I mean, they, they can automatically upshift it if it's got too many RPMs in the engine. They're saying that it's saving engines, it's saving this, it's saving that. So I'm sure it saves gas mileage, too, because it, the computer controls all the shifting on yeah, it, for sure. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, one of the most transmission breakdowns is fluid leaks though automatic transmission fluid is the lifeblood like i just said of the transmission you know and we were talking about which is very important clean seals and keeps everything good work in order if you have a leak get it addressed right away um it fixing a leak is way cheaper than replacing or rebuilding a transmission there is no question about it and you run that thing low on fluid you're going to need transmission repair so there's just no way around it uh, putting the proper fluid in during service and installing the filter properly and items like that, once again, extremely important without question. Um, if you do not do it properly, uh, you can cause the demise of the transmission. Wrong fluid can cause shifting issues, right? We see yes. that with, especially with certain vehicles. Chrysler's are very particular with their fluid. Honda's, who put the wrong fluid in a Honda and you get weird shift conditions, don't you? Yeah. So... Uh, it's uh, a lot of times uh, in the things we know, like at the West Automotive Group, what needs to be done. Almost everything's synthetic-based now fully. We don't use any uh, uh, non-synthetic transmission fluids at all. So uh, unless it's an older vehicle that specifically requires something like that. Uh, but for the most part, uh, almost everything's gone to full synthetic now. And uh, it's the best because that fluid stands up way better than uh, any other fluid does. Um, as far as uh, uh, when it comes to heat and temperatures and durability, uh, uh, synthetic trans fluid is some of the best fluid uh, around. No question about it. Um, so, grinding or shaking, Kevin? That sounds like a great transmission problem, doesn't it? <laughs> it sounds like expensive. <laughs> it sounds expensive. A car is supposed to run smoothly and without any shaking or jerking, and there's not supposed to be any grinding noises. That's a true fact. Uh, these all suggest that there is a problem with the gears. Manual transmissions common, commonly indicate problems by making a grinding noise or feeling when you're shifting the gear. If the grinding occurs after engaging the clutch and shifting, this can be a sign that, that the clutch may need to be replaced or adjusted. That said, it can also point towards several other issues, including damage or worn-out gear synchros. Automatic transmissions act a little differently. Instead of making a grinding noise, you'll feel like uh, sometimes a slip or, or an RPM rev or something like that. 
As the problem gets worse, the transition into the next gear become more jamming and involving more shaking. There are a few other reasons for grinding or shaking, but the appropriate course of action is still to have it inspected and serviced by a qualified professional, um, which is one of the things that we speak about continuously. The best money you'll ever spend is uh, by having your vehicle diagnosed by a qualified technician at a quality facility. There is no question in my mind about that. What about yours? Well, think about this and all the other time wasted that you screwed around. You could have been doing your favorite well, it, activity. It just cost you money. That yeah, is exactly. Sure. A burning smell is a big problem with automatic transmissions. Uh, any burning smell coming from your car is a cause for concern. No lie about that. And if you see flames, it's even a bigger cause for concern. Overheating transmission fluid is one of the causes of a burning smell and also can get very stinky, along with gear oil that gets overheated, gets nasty smelling. Oh, right? God. Yeah. So uh, one, of the, one of those things, you know, you, you can drop the pan on a burnt transmission and you'll smell it throughout the shop for uh, days um, if it's failed and come apart and overheated. And usually that's a heat problem. And as we said, transmission fluid keeps things lubricated. That's why it's important not to have uh, leaks from the transmission. You need to keep that lifeline blood fluid in there. Uh, prevents transmission from getting damaged or worn out. Uh, when the fluid breaks down, the system runs too hot, which is a result. And also, as we talk about uh, when it comes to, to these issues, transmissions create metal, right? They're moving parts. No matter what small, very small particles yeah, yeah. are metal. So there's just no way around that. Um, and uh, when that happens, they float throughout the fluid. Therefore, not replacing the fluid on regular intervals allows this contamination to run through the valve bodies, solenoids, and everything else, and just keep going and going and going, uh, which in turn uh, um, pr- produces wear and usually failure in the long run by not servicing the transmission, as we're back to one of the most important things is to service the transmission properly, correct? Yeah. Keep, keeps it in good working order and keeps you from having some of these problems. Uh, transmission sometimes symptoms refuse to go into gear usually you have a problem about then but then it depends because like we were talking about the, the the camry earlier you can have an issue that causes something not to go in and it may not even be in the transmission or directly related to the transmission could be a concern that's happening because of something else the car is picking up so uh, uh yeah the computer can decide you know whatever the program decides the, it can decide not to open the valve which is not going to control the fluid the you know, engaged reverse gear. Correct. Correct. So, and it's not an internal transmission problem. I, we've seen cars like that, that somebody has been sold a transmission though and put in and they still have the same problem, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is a very expensive mistake. And that's exactly why when we're talking about transmissions, I specifically talk about and everything else diagnosis wise, get your vehicle diagnosed at a quality facility by a qualified technician. It's the best money, the best money you will spend on any repair. Number one. And, and I can't say it enough because it saves you a ton of money in the long run. There's no question about it. So make sure when you're having a transmission problem, transmission concern, check engine light issue, drivability issue, no matter what it is, get your vehicle in to a qualified facility such as the West Automotive Group and have your vehicle diagnosed by a qualified technician. There's no other way around it. So, man. This week has just uh, flown by as the show this morning. I was like, just like the hour always goes, wait, it's gone. gone. We're, we're tuning down now. Uh, Brendan just popped in my ear and said, minute left, 60 seconds. I was like, oh, uh, we've enjoyed talking to all you out there uh, about the uh, um, transmission concerns and issues. Appreciate you joining us. As always, keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up uh, and enjoy uh, uh, the week coming up. We're heading into uh, Memorial Day weekend next week. 
we will be here to uh, for you to tune into as always, uh, and uh, look forward to uh, talking to all of you. Um, we do appreciate you joining us, as I said, and uh, hope that all's well. You've been listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego 1170 and K Praise, and uh, we hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. Anything you got to say, Kevin? You want to add before we roll on out of here? Just have a great weekend. This is this is the perfect time of year right now. It is. This is a beautiful time of year. I do love San Diego in the spring. We're heading into summer. San Diego and everybody, take care. This has been Auto Talk Radio, San Diego. For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group.